In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! It is truly showtime today and for the next three weeks on the Get Ready for the Future show as we take you to the movies. The financial lessons embedded in some all-time classics. First up is Top Gun. And welcome in to the Get Ready for the Future show. Everything just suddenly uh, uh, went dark. Okay, <laughs> I, I cannot do this if you're going to do that. Uh, for our radio listeners, I just put some shades on in honor of our show that we're talking about today. But I will take them right back off. And these are John's. He lent them to me. He hand sanitized them right before uh, I course. put them on. Yes, uh, always being careful to be uh, to avail your your showness here. And, yeah antithesis of the movie top gun nothing, that's right nothing careful about that <laughs> that's hey, we, right. so we thought you know the the genesis of this idea for the next three weeks it's the get ready for the future show at the movies this is obviously we're kind of getting closer to the dog days of summer uh one of the main ways that i have beaten the heat as an arkansan over the years was to go in someplace cool and we can't really do that right now not many movie theaters are open just a handful uh, because of the COVID-19 situation. So we thought we would, in light of everything going on, sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes you just need to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. And so yeah. for the next three weeks, we're going to spend some time looking at financial lessons, pulling financial lessons from some all-time classic movies. Today it's Top Gun. I believe next week we're doing Princess Bride. I think so. And the last week we will do Up. So we have an animated show. We have uh, one of the funniest movies ever made and one of the biggest adventure movies ever made starting off today yeah we're uh we're gonna uh, obviously do top gun today but we got something for everybody if uh you're a movie buff and you don't like adventure and, and action then you know we got something else for you in a couple of weeks so learn a little bit uh, about the the uh financial lessons that we and you may be wondering how in the world did we get financial lessons out of top gun <laughs> you have to be a financial advisor you have right. to be a financial <laughs> advisor to do so but uh you can really look at that in a certain way and 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 actually get some key financial lessons out of it scott yeah so we also have a way for you to uh, get something more than just uh, some financial lessons out of today's show we're going to have a giveaway uh it will actually be given away next week but we can go ahead and tell you about that now there's going to be a family movie night kit that we're going to give away so stay tuned on how to uh win that and if you're watching on our live stream today please uh, feel free to comment about the show if you have something you want to chime in about we would love to hear from you so as we talk about the get ready for the future show at the movies you know you think about we, we all had to come from different places on this with regard to watching the movie i actually before i knew we had this idea being generated uh just happened to run across top gun about three or four weeks ago it was on uh, on a sunday and i was looking for something to watch and uh, hadn't seen it in years. And so I took the opportunity to watch it, enjoyed it. Uh, some of us had never seen it, which is very hard to believe, Chad Roller. When I, you got to take into account I was two when it came out, uh -huh. but I That's did watch true. it in the early 90s, so, <laughs> okay. so it's, it's just been a while. Okay. I'm done. Okay. If he was two when this <laughs> thing came out, I'm done. I, you know, this is obviously, uh, I'm, I'm beyond my age here. Yeah, so, and Tim, you watched it today, right? I watched it this morning, yeah. yes, and um, I've seen it a number of times, but it has been a while, and, you know, it's interesting how we can pull some things out of here um, around our finances yeah so we mentioned we should mention too janet is off uh, this week so that's the reason it's all guys around the table and we're having a hard time getting in the shot because it's a little wider than it is usually <laughs> so anyway top gun uh you know financial planning you heard that song danger zone one of the best songs really ever from a movie soundtrack by yep. kenny loggins who was the king of movie soundtrack songs by the way but danger zone highway to the danger zone you know you think about financial planning can feel like that uh but it certainly doesn't have to in preparation for this show you may have seen the cartoon that uh, casey put together uh with our call signs on it i think you were the one that was in maverick's place in this famous move movie scene from from top gun where he comes in in inverted upside down yes. over top because of, i was of inverted me, right 
He would, and yeah, and what, what was that again, Casey? Could we? Because I was inverted. Because he was yes. inverted. So John was the inverted one. We were yes. going to call you the inverted one. Your call sign. You got to. We got to pick our call signs. What was your call sign? Rock star. Rock star. Because that's what you want to be. Right? I, I would. You know. I, I, I. On some other life, I probably was a rock star. But uh-huh. that, you know, it just kind of fits the personality. Do you remember Janet's? She picked one. I don't. I, I need to remember. I've forgotten. That. I bet Casey remembers. Casey, do you remember what Jan- Mustang? I don't know the story. Uh, that. That's because uh, Forest City Mustang. She went to school. There you there. go. Okay. That's well, what my, my guess is anyway. I was much less original because I thought, well, what what was my nickname? Did I ever have a nickname? And my nickname in college through sorted circumstances. Oh, this is good. This became, is good. If you, haven't seen the, if you haven't seen the video of this, this is good. <laughs> became inmate. <laughs> that's my video. That's, that was my, that'll be my call sign because it was my uh, nickname in college. Yeah. Inmate. And, There's and a be, story there. Well, from inman to inmate, it was just one of my uh, fraternity that's... brothers in college that kind of, let's say, slurred my last name just a little bit <laughs> and it stuck and they kept calling me that for for years yeah. so inmates mine how about you guys throw in one well i ended up going with the one from college too in my fraternity it was keister keister and, <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful with that you have to have a your little la- bit of a pause there <laughs> your last name is key okay so that's really the reason uh-huh. and i know yeah. john isn't that yeah. bad so yeah. it's keister okay. all right so um, chad roller i guess i'll just go back from the earlier basketball playing days and go with shooter Okay. So, all right. Shooter's a good one. Yeah. So that could be a front seat driver. I like that one. Yeah. Tim has to be the Rio. I, I got to be the Rio. All right. So if you're watching on live stream or you're listening on radio, start to think about when's the last time you saw Top Gun? Do you remember some of the call signs? Everybody remembers Maverick, right? I've already even mentioned that. Who was uh, Maverick's uh, partner? Goose. Goose. That's Goose. right. And then you had Cougar. You had Merlin. You had some more. But the, in the early going in, in, the, in the movie Top Gun, Cougar and Merlin were together in a plane. Maverick and Goose, they're out flying and investigating a possible enemy plane and we get that famous line talk to me goose because maverick couldn't see the radar and he didn't have the whole picture he needed someone who could see the details to help him uh, navigate and you think about that in relation to your finances you know sometimes it's really hard we use the gps scenario that you have we follow our gps's now to turn left turn right but we really don't know where we're going we're just trusting the gps sometimes pulling it out to that atlas and seeing the bigger picture where you are in perspective to everything going on around you on that map can sometimes help yeah the only uh uh analogy that i can make to to flying in that kind of situation is kind of like driving on a on a six-lane highway you know you you basically have to have your head on a swivel to see what's going on because you don't have radar in your car but that's what he was talking about here is talk to me because tell me what's going on and that's really the role that we play as financial advisors is that we are able to have that radar position and be able to see what's going on as far as your finances are concerned and, and help you to plan, help you to walk through uh, various things that, that could be in play as far as, as your money is concerned. And that is the real value that a financial advisor can give you. Yeah, when you think about it, Chad and Tim, you think about the, the term or the phrase flying blind. I mean, that's what we're talking about in this scene from Top Gun. He was flying blind. He did not know what was coming next. And sometimes you can feel that way when you're on your journey to retirement. Yeah, and and life moves. Let's let's face it, life moves fast, mm-hmm. and yeah. things as and, fast as a MIG sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and you can imagine how fast he was flying, and then you know the reaction time. Even in that pace, he he knew how important it was, and I think that showed the urgency that he had to say, "Hey, I got to get some help." And so life can be that same way. I mean, when you think about how how quick you know the day to day goes and, and just you get through your day and think man what all happened mm-hmm. and you go and you look back and think wow all the things that could have happened in that day but you know you you, you manage risk every day but but there's a there's a fast paced life that we live these days and you really need someone watching out for your blind spots because we don't see everything coming and a lot of things we haven't experienced before but we're able to you know in that second seat in that rio seat we're able to actually look around while the pilot's flying that plane at almost 1,500 miles an hour and see the incoming dangers that we can come across in retirement and any other things that we see along the way. I love the analogy to speed there. If you're 20 or 30 years out from retirement, maybe you feel like you're still on the aircraft carrier deck, right? But when you're getting close to the end, it can feel like you're going too fast and you don't have enough time to get everything together. So there's some value there in uh, seeking the help of a financial advisor. We're just getting started. Need to take a break. It's the Get Ready for the Future show at the movies, financial lessons from Top Gun. 
education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show, and we'll be right back. This is Scott Inman. At Genwell Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life, whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across central Arkansas, there is a Genwealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From Genwealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. On the Get Ready for the Future show this week, we're talking about Top Gun, the need for speed, so it fits appropriately with the fastest four minutes in investing. We're That's gonna, right. We're always doing this in a, in a very quick way, but we are going to talk today about the difference in this recession compared to others, John. You know, obviously, recessions are a part of the economic cycle, but what causes them and how we navigate them do tend to vary. And certainly this one has proven to be very different. If you look at the V-shaped recovery so far, of course, we, we are not out of the woods with the pandemic by any means. But right now we had a very clear snapback from the lows of March to where we are now. And it's been interesting to go underneath the hood a little bit and see what has been driving the quick comeback of the market. Yeah, the, the, this is not your typical recession. And we uh, obviously went through that in 2007, 2008, and it was sort of a gradual decline for a number of months. We had just a sudden stop in the economy. Market went down. Market shot back up within the next uh, 30, 45 days. And so it's been very unusual. Now, where we go from here is anybody's guess with the number of cases of coronavirus easing up as, as we go through the summer. Uh, that's going to be problematic, Scott. But uh, I, I think it's interesting to look at how the S&P 500 has performed. Uh, if you use that as a proxy, about 20.5% during the first six months of this year. Yes. So the snapback in the second quarter was led by growth, too, and small growth led the way. 30.6% in the second quarter, that was the return. And then when you look at sectors, I think this is really interesting, too. The top performing sector in the second quarter of 2020, consumer discretionary, 32.9%, followed by technology, which is what I would have thought would have been number yeah. one, at 305 But how about consumer discretionary in a recession? Well, I think that probably what's happening here is that people were not spending money on things that they traditionally spent money on because they couldn't, like right. going out to eat and things of that nature. Yep. But you know one of the biggest, hottest-selling things in, in town right now is RVs. Really? Yes. RVs. Uh, people mm -hmm. are, are going, okay, uh, I can't go on my traditional vacation and, and fly somewhere and stay in a hotel and all of that, but I can either rent or buy an, a recreational vehicle and take it to the lake or take it to, uh, you know, whatever their favorite spot is. They drive there. It's all self-contained. They don't have to worry about exposure to anybody. So RVs is in that consumer discretionary. And as Scott, as you mentioned, technology, yeah. Lord knows, have we had a boom in technology and we've seen this boom really kind of infiltrate almost every area of our lives yes people that you wouldn't think would be adopting uh, and adapting their lives to technology have been forced to do so because yes. of the pandemic yeah and when you think about that leading the way out of this because at some point we will be out of the pandemic i wonder how much of that is permanent because yeah. think a lot of that's going to be uh, future drivers of the market as well. That technology always is, but it'll be in different ways, possibly even different companies uh, in the future. Energy was third, by the way, and actually I should say tied for second with 30.5, but a lot of that is because how low it was uh, at the end of quarter one. Yeah, and where we go from here, obviously stocks are the the operative investment vehicle right now because there's just no yield in the bond market. The 10-year Treasury bond is below seven-tenths of one percent. It bounces around a little bit, but we can just say that it's below seven-tenths of one percent as far as uh, any kind of return is concerned. So stocks seem to be, by default, the place that people are putting their money 
in order to get a return. The need for speed. That is it for the fastest four minutes in investing. Thank you for watching on social media and listening on the Get Ready for the Future show. Our radio program continues. Financial lessons from Top Gun right after this. More wisdom from Arkansas's most listened to financial talk show is just around the corner after the break. Stay tuned. From the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios, we're back with more of the Get Ready for the Future show. Education driven, strategy based, team delivered. That is the Gen Wealth difference. We are every day helping Arkansans and folks from in Louisiana, in our Louisiana office, get to and through retirement. And if you need help making sense of your finances, a Gen Wealth advisor is standing by to help. All you have to do to reach out is call 501 653 7355. Again, it's 501 653 7355 to set up your first and complimentary appointment with a Gen Wealth advisor near you. We mentioned the office in Northwest Louisiana. We also have offices in Bryant, West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Conway, and El Dorado. Scott Inman along with Tim Key, John Shrewsbury, and Chad Roller in today uh, as Janet takes uh, some time off. And we are going to the movies. The Get Ready for the Future show at the movies. We're digging deep for some financial lessons from some of our all-time favorites. Top Gun is in our crosshairs today. And when you talk about navigating your way to and through retirement, which we just mentioned, there are a lot of analogies we can draw from uh, the movie Top Gun. We picked up in one of the opening scenes when uh, Maverick was looking for help by saying, talk to me, Goose, and get some outside perspective and how valuable that is in reaching out for help in your finances. But if you carry on through that scene, John, he is with Cougar, and uh, Cougar gets a little sideways because of what happens in the air. Yeah, he was uh, rattled by the MiGs. Uh, you know, they he, he felt like that the MiGs were going to shoot him down, and, and he got really rattled by that and was having a hard time. And he was low on gas, and they were approaching the aircraft carrier, and and his Rio was, was saying, hey, I need help up here. I, this, this guy's freaked out, and, and we're not going to be able to land this plane. We're going to end up in the ocean and all that type of thing. And so Maverick comes alongside of uh the plane that cougar was operating and he says radios over to him and he says easy cougar just a walk in the park now buddy mm-hmm. stay on my wing and i'll walk you all the way in and those are are the th- types of things that when you're headed for retirement you need somebody on your wing you need somebody helping you to walk your way in and land the plane and land it safely because much like an aircraft carrier the the margin of error in retirement is very narrow uh, you cannot make mistakes. That's why we call it the retirement red zone. And Tim, that, mm-hmm. those are things that that we do here at GenWealth as we help people get through that red zone or that tight landing uh, uh, pattern that you have to have headed into an aircraft carrier because you can't make a mistake. You've got to be on point. Exactly. And we do that all the time. I mean, especially when you know someone will come in, they are approaching retirement, they're in that retirement red zone. They've been accumulating money their entire career. Well, now they're, we really need to start repositioning some of those things as we get closer to retirement because we don't want to stay in the same growth and risk level that um, they've been in maybe their entire life. But, and so we need to really start changing that and looking after that. But them. you also think about how much training Cougar had and how, how, how really he was prepared for that situation, but the emotions took over. And I think a lot of times in life, you know, there are some things that you're not prepared for and you don't know exactly what. And when those emotions take over is really where, yeah, you can be trained, you can be prepared as much as you possibly can. And you have the ability and the talents to do it. But when those emotions come over, that's when it becomes a game changer. In a vacuum, you think you're ready. But when you're in the heat of the moment and and, and your life is on the line, as yeah. Cougars was, or yeah. your financial life is on the line, as it is in retirement, that's when the emotions come crashing in and you do the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're totally off course and probably not going to land the plane it may not be Son, life your or ego death is writing checks your body can't cash no we're getting just random these top guys guns. Just, <laughs> just crop up out of, out of nowhere <laughs> we're going to get to that in just a second but you know it may not be literal life and death but it can be close when you're planning for your retirement you know i was thinking as you guys were talking john we just sat with 
uh, a soon-to-be client just yesterday and ask him if he had any questions. And we got three questions that I think are very appropriate to uh, almost universally that we get from every client that we bring in. It's, do I have enough? How long will it last? And when to pull the trigger? When is my retirement date? Can yeah. I do it now? Does it need to be later? What, what What is my retirement date? Those are questions that you can really feel like you're spiraling out of control uh, in in some type of plane out there without any help because you don't know the answers to it. And if you go online to try to get help, I think it can make it even more confusing. Yeah, there's so much information out there. And like we've talked before, there's no magic number. Uh, we really come at it from a different perspective than a lot of people do. And that's what do you need on a monthly basis for your income to be? And if we can put the plan together to provide that monthly income and it's you can retire at the end of the year, I mean, you could should feel comfortable that you can retire at the end of the year, but without actually having someone be your wingman and walk you through that, you may not know when you can retire. A lot of people that come in want to retire yesterday, but some people say, I need to hang on another three years, five years, and the numbers may add up to where you can go now. Yeah, Janet tells a story about uh, a, a client coming in and he was dead set, I'm ready to retire. And she had to look across the table at him and go, no, you're not. You've got to work a few more years. And he was mad. He was upset that that his uh, perceived idea, his perceived plan was not going to come to fruition. But he soon agreed with her and, and is now today living a very productive and happy retirement and financially very good uh, situation. But if he had followed his instincts in that, he would have retired too soon. He would have not been ready to take the kind of money that he needed to have in retirement. And he would potentially be on his way to depleting his retirement assets. And those are things that, that we try to help you avoid in the ready-to-retire process here at Genwell. Sometimes you need somebody to help you land the plane. Yes. So we heard a little bit of a movie line there from, I believe it's one of the instructors. I can't remember any of the names of these characters, but is your your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. This comes from another one of the famous lines that, uh, that Top Gun provided for us, both Maverick and Goose. I can remember the scene where they high-five each other when they say it, but I feel the need, the need for speed. These guys were... I feel the there need. There it is. The need for speed. I think when I think of Top Gun, that's one of the things I think about was an overlying theme is overconfidence, reckless behavior. You know, you, you loved Maverick, but that was the reality of the situation was he was taking unnecessary risks and he has to pay. We'll learn later if you haven't watched the show. Well, we're going to provide some spoilers if for some reason nobody's Spoiler watched alert. Top Gun. But he finds out later in that movie that, that it, it comes at a great cost. So when you talk about unnecessary risk, where does that exist in your financial lives? I think that that really comes to the surface for me when you think about uh, hot stock tips or, or, or the, the product of the day, right? That it's going to be the get rich quick thing. I think everybody has to resist that on some level. You have to understand, as they say in the movie, there's no points for second place. Yeah. You, you've got to come in first place. And coming in first place is not getting the hottest rate of return on your investment or investing in the hottest stock that's out there. That's just not what it's about. It is about arriving at your destination in a timely manner and in a productive manner. And when it comes to investments, there are no points for that hotshot stock investment or anything that's going to cost you more than it benefits you. So those are all things that we are on the watch for here at GenWealth to help you uh, to navigate around and through this whole thing that you're looking for, which is obviously financial independence, Chad. Yeah. And one of the other things you take away from that movie is he was fighting something you know, with his father too. Yeah. So he wasn't really running his own race. Right. So that, you know, if you start step back and say, Hey, I've got the need for speed. Sometimes you just got to step back and run your own race. And I think, you know, by the end of the movie, he figured that out. And, and I think his perspective on what everyone thought of his dad or, you know, the, the situation there, he, he stepped back and said, realized that, Hey, I'm in control of my own situation and I've got to be uh, more dependent on what I'm doing and not not what uh not what my parents have done yeah the, you know you can you can think about your retirement and think well my mom and dad did it this way i need to do it this way this isn't your mom and dad's retirement this isn't your mom and dad's era uh things are completely different than they were 20 30 40 years ago when your parents retired scott you Big don't time. have the same uh retirement outlook that your parents do uh, as a matter of fact it it really is very highly likely that you will live a lot longer 
than your parents will. Yeah, and I'm also in a much different environment from an interest rate perspective, right? That's right. I mean, when, my, when my parents walked into retirement, some I mean, it was less than 10 years ago, but even less than 10 years ago, interest rates were significantly higher, and they would be able to get more off of their safe money than I will be able to get in, maybe in retirement. Who knows what it's going to be like in 20 years, but in investing, uh, certainly that's the environment that we're in. So yeah, things are different than your parents. I also think about the water cooler talk at work when you talk about trying to fight somebody else's battle, not your own, you're probably inundated with what your buddy's doing. Hey, I made, I made a lot of money off X. I made a lot of money off Y. And you're really intrigued by that. And it, it can be a potential uh, spiraling out of control situation there, Tim. I think a lot of people, when they start hearing that around the water cooler, I mean, a lot of times someone has talked about a stock, maybe it's gone up and now all of a sudden I jump in because it's really the fear of missing out. But right. lots of times you've already missed out. Yeah, I mean, that the gains are already behind you. Well, and I think it's important for people to note that that you don't buy financial independence, you invest in it. And and it is something that is a process that you go through. Uh, you know, just like buying a Bible doesn't make you religious, doesn't make you faithful. It's the exercise of that faith that actually does that. And so it is so it is in in the investment uh, business and in the uh, business of trying to attain that financial independence. It's really about your vision, your values, your goals and and how you're going to achieve those goals. It's not about, you know, beating your chest and saying, "Yeah, I got a great rate of return." and being able to talk to your buddy at the water cooler about it and and put him in envy. I, I've seen people uh, be slaves to that uh, almost, that, that they'd go to work and somebody would tell them that, you know, oh, I got a 50% rate of return on my investment the other day. What'd you get? And, and it becomes this game, and it's really not a game at all. It's really about arriving at your destination in the manner that you need to arrive at. I read a stat the other day that said 98% of day traders lose money. Yes. Let that sink in mm-hmm. when you start thinking about those hot stock tips, because I do uh, liking it to people who go to the casino. They're always going to tell you about their big victories. They don't often tell you about all the losses along the way before they got to that big victory. There is, rather than a need for speed, I would say a need for consistency. The lo- lo- Slow and steady wins the race here on your way to retirement. So when it comes to the rules of investing, diversification, asset allocation, dollar cost averaging, the ability to buy when the market's down because you are systematically and consistently, Tim, putting in money, those are those are things to, to live by rather than the hot stock tip. Yeah, you name those off. Those things aren't really sexy, are they? No, um, not exciting just, as Maverick, for sure. It is just the turtle, I mean, in, yeah. in the hair. And, yes. and it's just, it is the slow and steady wins the race, doing the right things, having your investments diversified, which simply means that you're not investing and having all your eggs in one basket. And so we spread things around. We we hold true to what we believe the market will do over a long period of time based on your time horizon, and we go from there. And so a lot of those things we just need to make sure um, we take care of. Time for a break. We'll be back in just a moment. There's more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money right after the break. Stick around. Want more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show. The next three weeks on the Get Ready for the Future show, we are taking you to the movies, and we are working very diligently to draw financial lessons from some of our all-time classics. Top Gun is the movie we're talking about today as we're halfway home on the program. And we want to remind you of something that we talked about in our first segment about our family movie night pack that we are giving away. Didn't tell you yet how to do that. So we're going to do that now. Very easy. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, like the photo on the movie night pack giveaway. And then for an extra entry, you can comment on uh, your favorite movie. So here's how you do you like and share the post to enter. So then you have an entry into the giveaway, which we will do next week on the show. But if you want an extra entry, just comment uh, in the comment sections about your favorite movie. Maybe it's Top Gun, but a chance to get a family movie night pack or a kit. And that consists of everything you basically want to grab up at the concession stand at the movie theater. you got popcorn. There's some candy in there, different sorts, assortments of candy. So it's a great opportunity for you to grab a little giveaway next week and then have a family movie night. So 
taking those lessons from Top Gun. We've had some pretty good ones. I've got to say, you know, it may be a hard line to draw sometimes, but there are financial lessons everywhere oh, if you look for them. Absolutely. We talked about the need for speed could get you into trouble when it comes to your journey towards retirement or investing in general. It's a need for consistency. You know, and obviously Maverick gets into a lot of trouble in many different ways in this movie, John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the lines in the movie is uh, uh, one that you probably is not very memorable, but it is very uh, apropos to our discussion today. Uh, the instructor tells the the uh, students, the Top Gun rules of engagement exist for your safety and for that of your team. They are not flexible, nor am I. Either obey them or your history. Now, we're not that rigid here at GenWealth about the rules of investing. <laughs> gonna or kick you out. We're not going to kick you yeah. out the, of, the, of the class or anything like that. But I will say that there are very specific rules that we follow as far as retirement is concerned. And it all has to do with the dynamic of retirement. Scott, you kind of alluded to this a little bit, and I wanted to pick up on this. If you think back to, let's say, the year 2000, anybody want to guess at this table what the 10-year Treasury interest rate was in the year 2000? I will say in the neighborhood of five to six percent. Yeah, that's close. I was going to say six. Chad, I'll go. I'll go seven. You'll go seven. Okay, <laughs> optimist. Well, the ten year in two thousand was actually six point two percent. Yeah. Now, by two thousand seven, in the financial crisis, it was down to four point seven percent, which we'd still take in a heartbeat right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In twenty twenty, in February of this year, it was at 1.6. Hmm. Anybody want to guess where it is right now? 0.6? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get that. Wow. Now, we've gone from 6.2% interest to 0.6% interest Incredible. on the 10-year. Now, conversely, the S&P 500 dividend yield, so the income that comes from stocks that are investments in the S&P 500, uh, those uh, that dividend yield has stayed pretty consistent. In 2000, it was 1.4. In 2007, it was 1.9. It was 1.9 in 2020, and it still is about 2% today. Now, here's what that means. What does that mean to you? Is that if you have the traditional 50-50 mix of stocks and bonds, then you're looking at a, a, a yield on that investment going from about almost 4% back in 2000 to a little bit more than 1% today. So the idea of living off your interest is just not going to cut it. Right. And that's why we have the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process, because we simply don't try to have people live off their interest. Well, and inflation alone is going to eat that up. I mean, mm -hmm. so if you're going along with a 1.2% um, average interest return on your money, um, you're going to be really having the same buying power now as you did your 20 years from now as you did now. Well, Chad, let's put that in perspective. If you take $100,000 today, for every $100,000 that you have in retirement, you'd get about $1,300 a year in income off of that. That's a lot of asset for little income. Yeah, it, it's it's really scary. So, Scott, when we think about the rules of engagement in retirement, they've changed. They yeah. have changed dramatically. Mm -hmm. And if you are still adhering to, or your advisor is trying to get you to adhere to some sort of, you know, calculated percentage withdrawal plan, it's probably not going to work. Yeah, the, your your plan needs to be more dynamic and more robust. And I think that it is going to be very difficult for most people to even consider just trying to take the interest off of their portfolio and preserve the principal and be able to make it through retirement. Maybe you can make it through if you want to just in case retirement and not spend only spend what it does produce in, in, in interest or in yield. But Tim, when you think about it, you, you want to have the retirement that you've dreamed of and you want an income plan that you can build yourself, it's going to require selling some shares of investments along the way. And you need a plan to know when to sell and and what to sell. Yeah. And there's so much more to retirement or there could be. And I think one of the things that um, a lot of our clients have a trouble with is that when they come in, they've been accumulating, accumulating those retirement assets over all these years. And it's hard for them to see that balance start to go down when they start to spend it. But that's really what it's there for. It's really there for them to be able to have the retirement and the dream, to meet their dreams and their wishes and everything else. And that's what it's so rewarding from our side to be able to help them do that, to make sure that they have the retirement they've always dreamed of. 
Yeah, and when you think about uh, they, the, most people seeing that retirement uh, balance go down, one of our objectives is to have buckets of money that are actually just growth-oriented and to, to counterbalance that withdrawal with growth from your investments over time. And I think that's a, a big difference between traditional retirement planning and what we do here at Genwell through the ready-to-retire process. So we talk a lot about uh, sequence risk. That's one of the universal risks that retirees face, and that's getting negative market returns when you retire. The market goes down when you walk into retirement. So now the Top Gun version of sequence risk is when Mav gets in trouble <laughs> yes. later in the movie. This is the moment which turns out to be a very sad moment because Goose dies in it, but Maverick loses control of the plane when uh, their plane begins to spiral because it gets caught up in the jet wash of another plane. The quote there is, Mayday, Mayday, Mav's in trouble. He's in a flat spin and he's heading out to sea. And this is the this is the moment where Goose ejects from the seat and he hits his head on the top of the uh, the uh, the cover of the plane and and then goes and dies in the process of of parachuting out of that. But you you know that's the thing you're trying to avoid. Obviously, uh, in in the movie, you don't like to see it. It's no but nobody wants to see it. But that's the thing that I would think of likens to sequence risk is your portfolio continuing to spiral out of control while you're trying to sell shares and live off the income. And guys, here's the here's the great analogy. There, <clears throat> you didn't see the jet wash. The jet that's wash right. came from the exhaust of the other plane and he flew through it and it caused his engines to go out. You didn't see it coming and all of a sudden he's in it and there's nothing he can do to pull out. This is very much the the uh, spiral out of control that happens when you are in retirement and you're pulling money out of your portfolio and then all of a sudden the market goes down and now you're having to sell more shares of your portfolio to generate the same amount of income. And it has the possibility, if that uh, downturn in the market is protracted, it has the possibility of flat spinning your portfolio and actually depleting your portfolio. And I, I think, Chad, that's what most people are fearful of is running out of money before they run out of time. Yeah, and, and if you the, the key to that is having a plan. Mm -hmm. And obviously, just like in the movie, they had a plan to rescue them. You know, the, 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 the Coast Guard was there to come get them. You know, they had the parachutes. They had the equipment there. Obviously, something else went wrong in Goose's situation. But, you know, having a plan ahead of time can give you the response needed to not make that quick, emotional, wrong thing at the wrong time. I think one of the interesting things about that scene is Maverick was actually doing the right thing at that time. He was staying on as the wingman on Iceman. I mean, Iceman was the one that was leading, and he was trying to get the shot, but he was too close. So when Iceman actually backed out of that, that's when he got caught in that jet wash. Yeah, you and, can be doing the right thing and still get in trouble if you don't have the right plan. Mm -hmm. And and I think that, you know, Chad's point is, is great that, yeah, we had the unfortunate situation with Goose hitting his head on the canopy of the plane, but you think about how everything had been set up to protect them. And, and one out of the two airmen actually was rescued. And, and he went on to be very productive and later on in the movies we'll talk about. But those are all things that you've got to have, those contingency plans and have strategies set up to help you if you get in trouble. So let's draw the line we said earlier in this segment about you, you can't really expect to live off the yield or interest of your portfolio. You're going to have to be willing to sell some shares to produce income. And then we talked about the danger of doing that. So let's make very clear in the bucketing strategy how our investment strategy approaches that. And, and Tim, it's basically segmenting your assets rather than being in one big circle or pie and divided into asset allocations where your withdrawals are, could be coming from equity investments, the equity investments are going to be for longer term growth, for use way down the road in retirement, and the money that you're going to be selling shares of early in retirement is going to be in a less volatile approach. Right. What we're trying to do through this whole process is control when we sell things. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to have to guess at what we're going to, going to sell to provide that income um, for our clients. And so we're able to set that up, like you said, more conservative types of investments on the front end, maybe something more hybrid in the middle with the growth on the back end, investments that we're not going to have to touch for maybe 15 years or longer. So the goal here, guys, is to have consistent income with raises over time, because that's the other component of the equity long-term buckets is it's going to be able to grow your income when inflation kicks in and things cost more. 
Yeah, and I, I've got to tell you guys, uh, Debbie has been uh, having this little uh, garden out on one of our, our decks. Uh, she she got these, uh, it's really weird, these sacks and put dirt in them, and she's growing stuff out there and everything. But we don't go and pick that off of the, the vine out there, tomatoes or anything like that, and just go and, and start to eat them. We, we harvest it, put it in the refrigerator, and then, you know, as we need it, we, we eat from that. And I think that's the same thing that we do in the bucketing strategy is that when things are ripe, if the market has gone up, then we're going to harvest gains from those equity buckets and put it in the storehouse so that we've got that money to be able to provide you that consistent income that you're looking for in retirement. So if you are walking up into, we call it the red zone, today we'll, I guess, dub in danger zone of retirement, 10 years or less from retirement, that is really when the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process works the best because you have time to both continue to accumulate assets, but also devise that investment strategy to prepare to give yourself income when you do decide to retire. If you'd like to begin walking through that process, it starts with a phone call or an email. You can do either. You can call us at 501-653-7355. Again, 501-653-7355. Or just send us an email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com to set up your first complimentary appointment with a Gen Wealth Advisor. Back for our final segment on the Get Ready for the Future show next. Are you following us on social media? Search for Gen Wealth on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA so you don't miss out on behind the scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. The Get Ready for the Future show will be back after this. You've lost that love and not the best singer but it worked yeah that, yeah, that uh, was a great scene from the movie wasn't yeah it? it did get him the girl that's for sure yeah and that took place in an actual restaurant in san diego that you've been to a couple of times i've only seen it from the outside yep not much to speak of called kansas city barbecue right yeah there. it's it's really weird because it sits right in the harbor district of san diego right on harbor drive there in san diego by the convention center and most people would drive by it and never even notice it but I, I, when I first went to San Diego, I was like, oh, man, I want to look up uh, Top Gun stuff. And, and I looked it up, and there, there it is. And it's, it's really this little hole-in-the-wall barbecue place. But you go in, and they still have uh, uh, the jukebox. They still have the piano that Goose was playing when, uh, you know, uh, Meg Ryan is, is there and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And so it was, it's really cool to go into, and, and it is quite a tourist attraction in downtown San Diego. You know, another thing they lost the love and feeling on was they fired their producer three times. Is that right? The, the movie did. That's pretty interesting. That's yeah. back, three back times. Interesting and, tidbit. You know, because I think a lot of it had to do with budgeting. Uh, they spent a lot of money? They spent a lot of money. Yeah. But obviously he knew it was well worth it. I think they made it back. Yeah. I think they did okay. They've got a new one coming out, too. I can't wait. It was yeah. supposed to come out, as a matter of fact, on yep. the 4th of July. That yep. was when Top Gun 2 was supposed to come up out. Maverick uh, is what it's called. And so uh, they pushed that. Uh, supposedly, it's going to be in Christmas uh, release. Uh, hopefully, movie theaters will be back in business, and, and we'll get to see it uh, in at Christmas because I, I, that's still the only way I'm going to fulfill my dream of taking off on an aircraft carrier out of a jet airplane is, is to go to the movie and, and kind of live vicariously. So if you're just joining us today and picking up the Get Ready for the Future show and you've listened for years and you're like, what are these guys talking about today? We're talking about Top Gun. It's part of our three-week series of At the Movies. Yes, we are taking financial lessons derived from some of our all-time favorite movies. And Top Gun is first up. Next week, we're going to talk about The Princess Bride and the week after that, uh, the animated feature Up. So we've talked about many lessons today, but let's get to the end of the movie. Uh, we've, we picked it up in the last segment talking about Goose dying, Mavericks, and he went into that tailspin uh, after running into the jet wash of the plane in front of him, and now he's got a decision to make because he's obviously devastated you know, in mourning because of his... Uh, friend's death and he visits his instructor to discuss his options he's got two i mean it's pretty easy to show up at graduation or quit he's faced with the devastating effects of making a big mistake and really he didn't make a mistake honestly as tim has already pointed out he did the right thing he was yep. cleared of any wrongdoing 
that can really be a, a very big pivot point for people in your in their financial lives if they if they've taken a big hit if the market volatility really got to them in the last few months here with the COVID nineteen situation or if they're looking at maybe they haven't saved enough and they're fifty five years old and only have ten years left they think they can't do it but you can insert whatever you want to there there's a lot of moments in time there that people could really feel like Maverick did yeah you you think that that you know you can't make it from here I, I've screwed this up I'm not not going to be able to retire or whatever the case may be but there's going to come that moment scott that moment when everything happens that that you've got you've got a call to action and you remember the call to action in the in the movie was graduation was going on they were celebrating and uh the the guys shows up uh, one of the officers shows up and says gentlemen we have an assignment for you next thing you know they're on an aircraft carrier yep. and and uh the captain on that aircraft carrier says gentlemen this is the real thing this is what you've been trained for and the real thing is retirement you've got to be ready when the bell rings for retirement and that's such a dramatic scene there that you know maverick is running through all these things in his mind that has gone wrong and everything and he gets up in the air and and quite frankly he taps out he's like no no i I can't do this and and everybody's saying get back in the game get back in the game and he re-engages and gets in a dogfight and wins the dogfight and is the hero at that particular point when he gets back on the aircraft carrier because he stuck with it. He mm-hmm. stuck with his plan. He stuck with the things that he had been trained to do, and he stuck with it uh, throughout whatever uh, happened. Oh, we were talking the other day in the office, and I was kind of reminiscing with some of the, the younger advisors about the last financial crisis that we went through. And, you know, this financial crisis seemed like deja vu, the one that we just have, have dealt with with COVID-19 and the big downturn in the market and that run back up. I wish the other one had run back up as fast as this one did. But, Tim, it's, it's, it's really scary, whether it's 2007, 2008, or it's 2020, to see that, that meter go down on the stock market on a regular basis every day when you come to work. Oh, it's definitely no fun. It makes, makes it a lot more adventurous, I guess, um, through, throughout the whole process. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think the one thing that I learned through this whole thing, because I wasn't here and I wasn't a financial advisor um, 10 years ago, um, love what I'm doing now, but you know, being able to plan like we do, and I think it goes back to what Chad said, having a plan, because the way we plan, the way we invest folks' money, I mean, even with the market going down 35% in March, I think I had three phone calls and emails from clients. It's the education we provide that you know around how we're going to manage their money how we're going to provide them with the monthly income that they need that they're able to sleep i mean they're this doesn't get them something like that happening doesn't get them overly concerned yeah and that instructor had a plan for him too and that plan was to get him back up in the air yeah you remember what you know right after it happened you know that that instructor his very first instinct was to get him back up in the air and now uh, dealing with your portfolio and your retirement assets it may not be easy to just see that downturn and then just, if you were to quit, jump back right in. And how many times have we seen clients, you know, that haven't got back in? They stayed quit. You know, they quit it and they're staying out of it. And we've seen that. We've seen people that got out in 2009 and still haven't been back in. Right. And the same things happen. We've had some people come in and say, hey, I got out in February, right at the right time. Well, did they get back in at the end of March or in April? They haven't. They're still sitting in cash. And so they're letting their emotions get the best of them sometimes. Maybe they timed it right on one side. But, you know, time in the market is so much more important than timing the market. And shouldn't your plan be prepared for the worst case scenario? You know, think about whether it was Top Gun training or law enforcement training or uh, you're in law school, whatever your career was. You know, most of your training is going to center around what could go wrong, being prepared for what could go wrong. And I think, John, too many people, if they have a plan, if they have a financial plan or a retirement plan, is not prepared to be bulletproof, is not prepared for the worst case scenario. Yeah, you've got to know that everything is not going to go just right all the time. It's just not. It, there's not going to be a situation where you find that that things are going to be perfect and your plan is just going to smoothly go through life. You've got to have those backup plans. You've got to have that that uh, contingency, if you will, or you've got to have a strategy that says, hey, we're anticipating there to be bad times because we know there are going to be. And that's one of the things that we build into a plan, Chad, is that, that and, and sometimes, you know, even with COVID-19, I was thinking, okay, 
just stay the course. Don't do anything crazy here. Let's just stay the course and let's be sure that we allow our plan to work. Yeah, and and they had a plan when they left the ship in that last scene. Mm-hmm. But then they also got out there and they, it, they started counting how many MIGs. You know, yep. me, uh, was a, the the MIGs, right? Yep. MIGs. MIGs, yep. MIGs, yeah. So, you know, it, it just started multiplying. And all of a sudden they knew that they were in trouble because they were outmanned. But they stuck to the plan. They continued to execute and, and wind up successful, even though they were outmanned. But they had no clue what they were flying into. That goes, goes back to the boxer quote of everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. I say yep. boxer because it's unclear to me on who. I think Joe Lewis and maybe Mike Tyson. It's, I've seen yep. it yeah, attributed it's, to attributed different attributed boxers. A lot of folks. Somebody but, said it, right? Yep. You've got you've yeah. to have a plan after you get punched in the mouth. Yeah. You know, you, you, you take a hit, and you're going to take a hit at some point in time. If you're in the game, uh, you're going to get hit. So the, the real issue is what do you do afterwards? Of course, Maverick proves his heroism. He's able to shoot, uh, hit the brakes, let the, the MiG fly right by, and they're able to shoot down the last remaining enemy plane with their last missile and everything works out. And they come back, and because of his hero heroism, Maverick is offered any assignment of his choosing. And it's interesting in the finale of the movie that he decides to become an instructor at Top Gun. The value, again, of education, passing on what you've learned, both with experience and knowledge. That's key to what we do here at Gen Wealth. It's a passion of ours, uh, and it really helps through the communication process and the building of the plan. Boy, we got through that. Top Gun. And the financial lessons. Nobody from Top a little, Gun. A little fun fact, real quick, on that the Top <laughs> Hurry, Gun. Because that was the final thought. The final thought, real yes. quick. If you're a student at the real Top Gun and you make any quote from the mu- movie, you get a five dollar fine. So we would have really been out some money today. Yeah, we were quoting yeah. this thing like crazy. Okay, my final thought, real quickly, is the land the plane comment that we said early on. You need sometimes you need help landing the plane. You don't go it alone into retirement. Build a plan, work with someone you trust to land the plane. You've worked hard to get in the air and fly it for this long. Make sure someone is there to help you land the plane. Well, mine goes along with that, having a wingman. I mean, I think that we all need to have somebody, and we're all financial advisors, but we have others in this room that you know help us out. We can yeah. bounce things off of. And I think it's so important that you have somebody help you through retirement. I think that if you take a look at what was going on with Top Gun and and with uh, the the flyers, and this happens all the time in the Navy and and, in the Air Force as well, they work as a team. And, and having a team of experts to, to come alongside you and help you with whatever the disciplines are can get you through just about any situation. So uh, I think there's some great lessons from Top Gun. And I'm anxious, Scott, to see what kind of lessons we're going to get from the Princess Bride <laughs> and up. Yeah. That's just uh, this was pretty cool. I would have never thought we would have pulled all of that out of one of my favorite movies. Well, I appreciate y'all letting me be on the Top Gun episode, but I'll say... <laughs> <laughs> me as well. I, I will say the need for speed. Realize you are going to yeah. go fast through this life, but don't quit. So if you'd like to connect with a Gen Wealth Advisor, the number to call 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355 or info at getreadyforthefuture.com. The first appointment, always complimentary with an advisor. And there's one near you. We have offices in Conway, West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, El Dorado, and Bossier City, Louisiana. That's all the time we have for this week. Get ready for The Princess Bride. Financial lessons from that movie seven days from now. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. 